I have a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. Can I play it for you right now? Because mm-hmm. it's Halloween. And so I whipped this up this morning. I hope you like it. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Amazing. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. That was a live, never heard that before reaction from Monica on a take on the on the Quiz Fix Podcast that theme song. That was fantastic. That was uh, how I spent my Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Cup of coffee, a little laptop and a microphone, and I'm good. Oh, my. Uh, how are you? Great. So nice to see you again after missing last week. Sorry. Yeah, everybody says hello, and and uh, hope everybody enjoyed the uh, the mini episode. I um, know I did. Yes. Didn't. Oh. What was got... that? Oh. <gasps> Halloween. Oh, it is Halloween. That was scary. It is Halloween week, so there's going to be lots of Halloween stuff this week, and we might as well start off with a uh, an email from <laughs> where'd your phone go isn't that scary <laughs> you just stop <laughs> uh this is from uh, brandon bender brandon thanks a lot for writing in paul or monica paul or monica um not both not both uh you should record your halloween trivia night and release it as a podcast thanks and job bless brandon uh brandon we're going to do just that. Yay. Yeah. Monica and I will be both uh, both be at the Berliner on Wednesday for Halloween trivia. It's going to be Halloween horror themed. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Costumes. Costumes. There's going to be some prizes for costumes. And uh, it's free. And if you're really good at scary trivia, this would be the, do, uh, this would be the time to come. And... Monica and I will be in costume, mm-hmm. and we've actually picked our costume. Yep. And we're not going to tell you what it is. No. Will we? Uh, let me ask you this without giving anything away. There is a performative aspect to this costume. We should definitely do okay, that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. There is. There is a performative aspect to it, and and I just wanted to make sure because I will I will get the soundtrack for that performance <laughs> yes. ready to go. I'm gonna have to like rewatch that. Yeah. Because I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I had a I had a different costume for this weekend. I went out oh, to yeah, a Halloween party. Yes. And we were Jay and Silent Bob. You sure were. And I drew a beard on with mascara. <laughs> oh, that's what that was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like nobody recognized me. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. Well, and Andy, if it can be said, mm-hmm. makes a great J because he's got the long blonde hair already. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, he looked he looked he looked right on. So I knew who you were. Yeah. In in the pair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really work just to dress up as one of them. No, no, and you brought the monkey. Yeah. And we probably need to take a picture of this monkey and put it on the Instagram because that is adorable. Okay. And uh, We can put the picture of us in our costumes. Oh, I will. Okay. I, I definitely will. So I have a story from the Halloween party. Okay. And I want to tell it on the podcast so I can try and shame this person. <laughs> They're not going to hear it, but I just want as many people to know that this happened. All right. Oh, this is... Welcome to Quiz Fix Podcast Revenge <laughs> Corner. Take it away, Monica. So we're at a party. It's Friday night. And it is not yet midnight. So it's not super late. We are outside. We're not screaming crazy drunk or anything. Like everybody's just kind of talking. I don't even think the music was on at that point. They were about to announce... Uh, the winners of the Halloween costume contest that nobody knew was actually happening. <laughs> sure. They're just like all of a sudden decided there was a contest. And then all of a sudden, I see this man, like the neighbor, come outside completely naked. Okay. The hairy penis is out. And this guy calls us all a bunch of amateurs. Okay. And says his baby's crying and now the dog's barking. And he says all this crazy stuff. And then everybody's like, oh. And then, and then he, he's like, and now you got the naked neighbor out here yelling at you. And so everybody's like, <laughs> okay, I guess we better go inside. And I am just laughing. <laughs> Like, everybody is weirded out by it and, like, well, sure. kind of mad and, like, we all go inside and everybody's just kind of, like, that was crazy weird. And um, I thought about it later and I'm like, we should have all just pointed at him and laughed. Right. Right. We should have just been like, who do you think you are? What are you doing? <laughs> Ridicule would have cured a <laughs> yes. lot of us. Yes. Like, if you want to ask us to be quiet, like, all you have to do is put on a pair of pants and say, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're keeping my baby awake. Would you yeah. mind going inside? Yeah. And we all would have been like, oh, totally. Yeah, I don't think nudity underlines <laughs> your seriousness very well. It was so weird. That is crazy. And it just totally, like, broke up the whole party and everything. It was awful. Well, in that case, then he did the, exactly the right thing because it just confused the hell out of everybody. And, and uh, what he should have done has been just like, wait a second, and then took pictures of him and said, this is going to go great <laughs> on my Instagram. And then, uh, can we get your name so we can tag you? Because this is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I don't think it's illegal to take a picture of someone naked if they're out in public. Is that true? I feel like it wouldn't be. Yeah, I, I mean, you're you're choosing to go out there. Like, it's not illegal to take a picture of somebody in public. Yeah. At all. I mean, if you have a pair of pajama pants, those can go on pretty quick. Even some yeah. underwear, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even a pair, a pair uh, of boxers. A pair of jogging shorts. Anything. A, anything. A sock. 
the hands go, go, in front. Oh, oh, yeah. He didn't even do that. Give it the uh, Janet Jackson hand bra <laughs> thing. Get somebody else's hands to behind you. The hand cup. The hand cup. Hands <laughs> That's cupping amazing. balls. <laughs> A poem. <laughs> Not by me. <laughs> That's amazing. It was so weird. Yeah. This holiday brings out some strangeness, even <laughs> if it's not the holiday. People people get people get weird. I love the fact that he called you guys amateurs. I know. I don't even know what that means. I have no idea. It's like, this, you, this, you're not disturbing the peace the right way. This is how you do it. <laughs> you check off all your clothes and you yell at the neighbors. That's how you do it. Amateurs, amateurs at what? I don't know. I don't know. Being naked? That would have been a great question, too. <laughs> Nobody wanted to talk to him. Well, I can't imagine why not. <laughs> wow. That's a good one. Also, like, take your dog inside. Yeah. What are you leaving your dog outside all night for? Yeah. And also, I'm I'm doubting you have a child in there. I have no idea. Unless you're just, like, walking around. Nobody heard the baby. Yeah. You could not hear the baby crying. Yeah. I, I think you were just dealing with somebody who's sort of insane. <laughs> well, I didn't want to do anything because I didn't live there. I don't have to deal with this guy. Right, right. So it would be like causing them problems with their neighbor. Yeah, when you're at somebody else's place, you want to keep the keep it drama free. Yeah. But laughing was not only an option, it was the right reaction. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't even know how to transition to the podcast, so I'm going to just record scratch this and go, are you ready to play some games? Yes. All right. Let's <laughs> do it. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Now it's time for... The lightning round. Uh, we're going to ask each other questions. We're going to give each other's answers. We're not going to give some of the answers might be right. I don't know. Monica, what's your theme for me this week? Masks. Ooh, good. You did a Halloween sort of themed one too. Mine is uh, TV witches. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first or second? Second. All right. Here we go with... Lightning round. Number one. Kiernan Shipka plays what witch on a new Netflix series based on a comic book published by Archie Horror? Just saw the trailer for this. It looks, looks okay. It's... Is it called Sabrina? It is Sabrina. I think the the title of the show is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. But yeah, the witch is named Sabrina. Okay, yay. Yay. I always forget that that's that's an Archie Comics spinoff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it the same as Sabrina the Teenage Witch? It is. Okay. It's from the same thing. But now they're making it sort of... Like, kind of like they did with Buffy. Like, the first Buffy was all funny and goofy in the movie, and then they got all serious with it. I think they're kind of doing a serious take. Or even like Archie Comics, which was all funny and games in the comic books, and then Riverdale was kind of the serious take on I haven't seen on that. that. 
I heard I've people seen, like I've it. I've seen a couple episodes. It was interesting, but not interesting enough for me to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it just like teenage drama? Yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the witch one sounds okay. Yeah. I'm going to check that At out. At least there's like a point to it. <laughs> <laughs> Question one for you. The Haunted Mask is the 11th book in what series of children's novels? Is that the Goosebumps series? It is. That's the only children's horror series that I know. Uh, I've never read any Goosebumps stories. No. No. Have you? Yes. Also, there was a, a TV show back right. in the 90s. And they have it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I watch it to fall asleep. Yeah. And then I went to a trivia night and they had a whole round of is it Goosebumps books or uh, scary movies? Oh, interesting. And I'm like, I got this. Yeah. Because every episode is the title of a book. Oh. So there was crafty. one. That I didn't get because they didn't make that book into an episode. Oh, So gotcha. I didn't know it. Yeah. And then another one, uh, Andy, you taught me out of the answer. <sighs> Andy, Utah. <laughs> but I was really excited when that round came. That's awesome. Question number two. Speaking of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, what was the name of her talking cat on the 1996 TV show? Was it Salem? It was Salem. Nicely done. A show that I've only seen little clips of, but it looks fairly silly. It was silly. I liked it, though. Yeah. Silly isn't bad. Right. Just silly. Number two for you. The 1994 Jim Carrey movie, The Mask, inspired what 2005 sequel? Is it called Son of the Mask? It is. Okay. (laughs) It's like, that's, I want to say that's like Jamie Kennedy. It is. (laughs) Jamie Kennedy. It felt... It feels like a straight-to-video kind of Yeah, but I do movie. think it got... I, I think, think it, it did come I, out in theaters. I think it did, but, but you're I'm right. Sure it has it that uh, It has that feel to it. <laughs> it looks like Dumb and Dumber or 2 or something like that. <laughs> uh, question number three for you. On what children's TV show did Witchy Poo try to steal a magic flute from Jack? Witchy Poo... I'm going to give you an era on this one because this might be out of your era. It's the 1970s. It was a live action show. Was it like Captain Kangaroo? It wasn't Captain Kangaroo. It was H.R. Puffin Stuff. Okay. That was my other guess. Yeah. The nightmare fuel that is H.R. Puffin Stuff. But I was going to call it Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) H.R. Hufflepuff. (laughs) Yeah. The the Sid and Marty Croft shows from that era were like Lidsville and H.R. Puffin Stuff and Sigma the Sea Monster. And they're all just nightmare fuel for kids. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Just scary. I, scary did crap. the flute talk? Yes. It was like a puppet. Yeah. The only reason I know that is because it was like stolen or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Jack ends up with it, and Witchy Poo is desperately No, like the to... actual thing was stolen. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Somebody stole the actual puppet. If you're the one that stole the puppet, uh, email us and let us know. Because <laughs> I want to see that thing. Yeah. Did it have a squeaky voice? It had a squeaky voice. <laughs> you're right. Of course it's a flute. It had to have a squeaky voice. Um, number three. What was originally invented in 1925 by a 3M employee for auto body painters? A mask by 3M employees. Well, is that like the... It's not called a surgical mask. It's like a respiratory mask. I'll say a respiratory mask. It's masking tape. Masking tape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> clever girl. Rawr. I'm so clever. That was good. Question number four. In 1965, the main characters of Bewitched were animated and placed in an episode of what cartoon sitcom? It was the Flintstones. Why they ended up in there, only the reason that I can think of is that they were both ABC shows and they did a little crossover action. Well, didn't they have like an intro where they were animated? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And they looked like that already. Yeah, yeah. So they already had the they always already had them drawn. So mm-hmm. put them in a put them in a thing. <laughs> I didn't know. I know they were in an episode. <laughs> like, what a crossover. Yeah. Number four, who wore a beak-shaped mask stuffed with scented materials? It's not a specific person. Is that a Harlequin mask? No. Okay. It's, do you want to know? Well, <laughs> or do you want another guess? <laughs> well, I, uh, no, that was like if it's not a specific person, then Harlequin is a character in fiction. Okay. So it's a uh, plague doctors. Plague doctors. They have that mask. That oh looks like right, a right. Bird. I did not know that was filled with, but that makes sense because you're around stinky dead people all the mm-hmm. time. That makes a lot of sense. We should bring that back for like riding the bus. <laughs> Are those the little bags that you just <laughs> hold up to your face? Yes. Oh, well, I'm sure the the, the plague years were There were two were, people were at the party with those masks. Ooh. They were awesome. That's amazing. They okay. should have gone out and taken care of Naked Guy. <laughs> Come with us. <laughs> Question number five, last one for you. In what 1983 comedy is Prince Edmund accused of being a witch by the Witch Smeller Pursuivant? Or this is a TV show. It's Blackadder. That is Blackadder. I didn't have to say anything. <laughs> every time I think about Blackadder, I was like, I got to go back and watch some Blackadder. Because every time I read, I read the full description of the show, which I've never seen this episode. But I read the full description of it, and now I really want to watch it. It's a really good episode. I'll give you a bonus point right now. Who turns out to be the witch? His mom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers for the 1983 episode of Blackadder. 
Yep, his mom was the witch, and she saves them. <laughs> I just love the witch smeller. <laughs> love that. Um, and last one for you. Whose death mask was discovered in 1925 by Howard Carter? Was that King Tut? I need the full name, please. King... John Q. Tutankhamen. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> the Q stands for Quizzling. John the Quizzling Tutankhamen. The Q stands for Cutie Pie. <laughs> stands for Quality. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see how we did here. You got one. You got two. You got four. Correct. I did. I thought I got three. Oh, no. I didn't add the black powder. Yeah. I got four. You got four. You got one, two, three. Right on. Good job. Good job. All right. And some of this stuff is definitely going to come up this week in the quizzes around town. So get ready for that. That was your lightning round. It is time now for game prep. We're going to get you ready for a week of quizzes. Things might be asked because it happened this week. And of course, there's going to be lots of Halloween-y stuff. But we'll start with some non-Halloween stuff to begin with, like this. October 29th, 1942. Happy birthday, Robert Norman Ross. Happy birthday. He's an American painter and TV personality better known just as Bob, Bob Ross. His 1983 PBS series, The Joy of Painting, ran for 11 years before Ross passed away in 1995. His videos continue to attract fans on YouTube and Hulu. And that's one of our favorite go-to-sleep uh Oh, really? Oh, you watch great. that to go to sleep? It's great because it's just like soothing little voice, happy little clouds. <laughs> yeah. Ross was an Air Force Master Sergeant. After being the guy who screams at you, Ross wanted to be more soft-spoken about after his military career, which accounts for his sedate, on-air personality. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, that he was a military guy. Yeah, he used to be the, like, you know, clean the little train and, and get in line. and. I can't even imagine yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots. The, the, the Bob Ross story is pretty fascinating. In 2014, the blog 538 did a study of all 381 episodes of The Joy of Painting. They concluded that 91% of Ross's paintings had at least one tree. 44% included clouds, 39% mountains, and 34% lakes. Yeah. He got really good at painting that stuff. He would paint stuff so fast. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. There's a technique that he 
called a la prima, which is wet on wet oil. So as the paint, a lot of painters will do a layer and then they'll wait for it to dry and do the next layer. Mm -hmm. But his style was, so he could do it fast, is while the paint's still wet, manipulate it so that you can make it into what you need to make it into. Yeah, he, he used knives a lot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like when he would just whack that paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to beat the devil out of it. <laughs> I heard in one episode, he got a letter from somebody who was colorblind. Yeah. And said like they thought they could never paint because they were colorblind. Mm-hmm. So he did a painting all in black and white. Oh. <laughs> he sounds just like a sweetheart. It's a very popular Halloween costume too. Oh yeah, get the get the curly afro and the denim shirt, mm-hmm. and carry on a paint palette and mm-hmm. just talk really soft. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you're not allowed to get too drunk on that costume. <laughs> Why not? Because then you turn into Air Force Master Sergeant. Oh Bob yeah, yeah, Ross. yeah. Oh, but you should go as Bob Ross before the pre joy of painting Bob Ross. You could go as Bob Marley Ross <laughs> and be like super stoned. And... Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or go as Bob Ross Geller from Friends and uh, have a big bouffant thing, but then also talk about paleontology. And, that's <laughs> and annoy afraid. everybody? Yeah, probably. That's not, not the best idea. I'm going to cut that part out for sure. <laughs> October 30th, 1938, the Mercury Theater on the Air, a radio drama series, presents an adaptation of H.G. Wells' Martin Invasion Martian. Let me try that again. Martin. Martin. <laughs> Martin. Hey, Martin. October 30th, 1938, the Mercury Theater on the Air, a radio drama series, presents an adaptation of H.G. Wells' Martian Invasion novel, War of the Worlds. Moving the setting of the novel from 19th century England to modern-day New Jersey, the radio drama version, produced and narrated by Orson Welles, was written and performed to sound like the events were happening in real time. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. At 20 minutes before 8 central time, Professor Farrell of the Mount Jennings Observatory, Chicago, Illinois, reports observing several explosions of incandescent gas occurring at regular intervals on the planet Mars. The spectroscope indicates the gas to be hydrogen and moving toward the Earth with enormous velocity. Even though the program had been announced several times as a work of science fiction, listeners who tuned in late heard realistic-sounding news reports of an invasion in New Jersey thought it was describing a military invasion by Germany and panicked. Calls flooded the local police and radio stations to find out more information. Yeah, they didn't even think that it was Martians. They just See, thought it I was... See, I didn't know that. I thought they thought it was actually aliens. Well, some did, as you'll read in the next little clip here. Oh. I'm not reading anything. I already know this. Oh, sure. Sorry. <laughs> Well, some did, as your memory would serve in this oh, next thing you're going to say. I'm remembering something else about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, please tell me. The amount of panic has been exaggerated over the years, but one of the towns most affected by the broadcast was Concrete, Washington. 
As the radio program got more intense, a random explosion knocked out electricity in the small town and residents became convinced it was under attack. And according to what I've read about that, they did think it was... They heard the parts of the Martians and they oh, were like, okay. oh, crap. Wouldn't that be... that? That's... I mean, if somebody did that on purpose to freak people out, that that would be a great prank. It was of just, just a be coincidence. Like, it was a complete coincidence. Yeah, that would be... You're just like, listen to the radio, and everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, they're coming, they're coming. <laughs> and everything goes out. And, yeah, you know, that would freak and me And out. back then, it's like, what are you going to do? It's not like you have any any backup at all. You don't have cell phones. You don't have any way of getting a hold of anybody. Oh, that would be freaky. Adolf Hitler, by the way, commented on this. This is pre-World War II, but Adolf Hitler was already in power. And he commented on how this incident showed just how weak and uh, feckless the American people were and how democracy was failing and all that sort of stuff. He really did say yeah, that? Yeah, he, he weighed in on it. It's weird to think that there was a time when Hitler actually was like alive. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Like he isn't doesn't it? seem like a real person. He's to like me. it's kind of like he's like Satan. He's yeah. like he's like this mythical but uh he was a real like he was alive uh, when um when this happened, when Orson yeah. Welles was around. Yeah. That's yeah. So weird. And he was just the at that point just the leader of a country and same crazy crap that's never happened again Mm-mm. leaders of countries now are completely sane totally all the time everywhere yeah yeah can you imagine if like hitler had twitter twitter <laughs> twitter <laughs> uh october 31st happy halloween everybody Happy Halloween. This is the beginning of All Hallowtide. The roots of Halloween come from Samhain, a Celtic festival for the dead, which starts at midnight. On Samhain, people would dress in costumes and leave gifts on their doorsteps to appease roaming spirits. The earliest costumes for Samhain were often made from animal heads and skins. At the Samhain Parade, one person wearing a white sheet and carrying a horse's skull would lead the festivities. (laughs) Presently, the best-selling Halloween costumes on Amazon include a Harry Potter robe, a Lieutenant Dangle costume from Reno 911, and rock, paper, scissors for three adults. So costumes have changed a little bit. Tiny bit. I, I love the fact, by the way, that Lieutenant Dangle is still a, a big selling costume. I know. I'm That's, surprised by that. I want to see a lot of sexy Lieutenant Dangle costumes out there this week. I would enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some shorty shorts. New boot goofing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, October 31st is also the first day of Dia de Muertos, or Day of the Dead, in Mexico. Children are encouraged to make colorful altars to invite angelitos, the spirits of dead children, to return. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. I asked a question this last week about uh, trademarks. 
Did did was that in your night to do a trademark round? I don't think so. Disney tried to to trademark the phrase "Day of the Dead" <gasps> because of Coco. Mo- Coco movie. They tried to get Disney. They're just a bunch of son of a bitches. But oh they, my god! Yeah, yeah. They tried to. It's like here's this tradition, this grand tradition in Mexico, and Disney's like, well, we got a movie coming out about it, so we would like to have. A trademark on Day of the Dead. What is the point of even having that trademark? I don't. I don't know. It's not the name of the movie. No, and you can't trademark cocoa because that's a delicious hot chocolate drink. I'm gonna trademark Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See how pissed <laughs> off everybody gets. <laughs> oh God, I'll, I'll, I'll back you on that one. <laughs> November 1st, after Halloween, comes All Saints Day, or Hallowmas in the Catholic tradition. All Saints Day is a public holiday in many predominantly Catholic countries. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't to it be, be nice, nice if we would have the day <laughs> off after Halloween to sober up? Yeah. That would be nice. Let's, let's make that a thing. Mm, that would be good. Yeah. Be able to like to take a day to like wash the the dye out of your hair and and the mascara beard off your face. Yeah. And uh, go to brunch. The day after Halloween is super busy for me. Oh, oh, of course, because you're in in a greeting card mode. Yeah. And they demand that day at one of the stores that I do. Mm-hmm. Won't mention which one. But uh, I can never wear a red shirt there because. I don't want anybody to think that I actually work there because then they ask me too many questions. Now I know which story you're talking about. So they demand that I do the day after a holiday and set up for the next holiday. Wow. Like all the other stores are like that week. There's sure. like a span that I can do it in, but that store is like, no, the next day it has to be done. Do they make that face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sound like that voice. Mm, the next <clears throat> day has to be done. So I'm in there like the day after Halloween putting up Christmas cards. Yeah. And everybody walking past me is like groaning at me about it. Yeah. Like I want to be doing this. <laughs> like it's your fault. Christmas already? Yes. Yeah. It's Christmas yeah. today. I just took down the skeleton <laughs> off my wall. Wow. I don't like doing it. So what don't is that? complain to retail workers about that. Stuff. So what does that mean for Wednesday? After uh, do we got to get you home fast after Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not that big of a deal okay. as long as I'm not super drunk. I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't have to get up crazy earlier. Okay, that's good because I was I was thinking we should do something afterwards. We should. Yeah, we should yeah. sing some karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Some All Saints Day traditions from around the world in many countries, flower wreaths are placed on the graves of dead relatives. In Guatemala, kites are flown as a way to connect the living with the dead. In the Philippines, families would throw parties with gambling and karaoke at grave sites until city officials had to ban these types of loud celebrations. Can you imagine you're in a cemetery, Terry, and you've brought your little karaoke machine out, <laughs> some speakers, and, of course, also your dice and your uh, and your <laughs> chips, and you're just like, all right, here we go. Singing Grandma's favorite song. <laughs> and then the cops come to tell you to 
cut it out. And yeah. of course, they have to be naked to tell you. Well, of to course, stop. of course, that seems to be the most effective <laughs> way of doing it. And finally, November second, after All Saints Day, comes All Souls Day. If Halloween is about children and All Saints Day is about saints, All Souls Day is about everyone who has passed on. In Catholic traditions, it's more specifically about those souls in purgatory and the hope that their living relatives can pray them into heaven. Mm. Yeah. An early English tradition on All Souls Day is to souling, a mashup of trick-or-treating and caroling, in which people go door-to-door singing songs of prayer in order to get a soul cake, a small round cake topped with the mark of a cross. The Christmas variation of this cake is the hot cross bun. Yeah. Soul cake. I, I think that's James Brown's favorite <laughs> <dessert>. <laughs> I get up like a soul cake. How? <laughs> that was uh that was my James that was my James Brown impression. That was my James Brown Un- joke. Uncanny. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. Well, it was sort of canny. Uh, soul cake. I'm I'm all for any holidays that in, invoke cakes, and I think we should bring that two days after Halloween, after you've gone through all the candy, then you get a cake. This is a pretty good deal. I like the uh, the singing part. Yeah, singing for your cake. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole tradition of of them. Like you had to go around. The old trick or treating thing was like. You had to go around and perform. You just didn't ring a doorbell and go trick or treat, and they would give you stuff. You had to like sing a song or do a little choreographed dance or something like that. It was, it was more involved. Well, trick or treat is like, give me something or I'm gonna destroy your house. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to see your elm tree out front covered in toilet paper later, <laughs> give me the good candy. It is audio challenge time, and because it's week of Halloween, we're putting the music aside for a week and doing some clips from some scary movies. Isn't that scary? Well, mine are more horror comedies. Oh. I went that route, just to be a little different. I went with scary. Okay. Which means you'll probably know all of mine, and since I never watch scary movies, I'm going to have a tough time. I went pretty easy on you. Okay, good. There might be a couple that are hard, but there's definitely two that I think completely give themselves away if you know anything about the movie. Okay, good. Because I'm not a scary scary movie person. Are you a scary movie person? Yeah. You like to get frightened? I like scary... I like... Scary movies that are like creepy in a fantastical kind of way, like ghosts or oh, okay. that kind of stuff. Like the ones that are like just like a torture fest. Yeah, I'm not super I don't, into that. I don't watch I don't watch those at all. I did actually kind of like the first Saw movie. I've heard the first one is of, pretty good. Yeah. 
because there was like a twist and right. like the torturing has like an interesting aspect to it. It's not just some guy torturing someone. Yeah. It's like you have to do this to get out of this trap that will crush your head in 50 seconds. Right. Like that kind of thing. Is your favorite horror movie in this, in these clips? Um, do you have a favorite? I don't really have a favorite. Okay. But I like all of these. Okay. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here we go. Play along at home. The audio challenge, horror, scary movies. <laughs> scary horror movies. Movie, horror, scary. Scory, hairy, movers. <laughs> Mammon, hobbles, crammels. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Okay. second i'll make oh. i'll make a guess all right guess is it the babadook no all right that's a good guess okay I'll take it's it. the conjuring oh yeah no i've never seen that so they play this game where it's like it's like a hide and seek game mm-hmm. but the seeker wears a blindfold okay and they get three times where they're allowed to ask for a clap and the hiders have to clap Okay. So they find them by listening to the claps. Right. And so it's her mom doing this. And there's like this big uh, wardrobe bureau thing. Yeah. And she's in the room with it. And it opens up. And she thinks she's in there. And she asks for the third clap. And you see like these hands come out and clap. (laughs) <laughs> but the girl wasn't in there. Like, that's when she comes barging into the room saying, you took your blindfold off. I win. You weren't even close. Gotcha. And she's like, I just heard you clap in there. And it's really scary. Uh, it's creepy. Hold on a second. <sighs> Coming around the plane, landing on the lake. Is that the one with, is it Vera Farmiga in that is that her name? I don't know what yeah, her yeah. name is. She was in The Departed and Up in the Air and Bates Motel and I don't know. I'm just guessing. I I remember 
seen ads for that movie. Let me look it up. Okay. While the plane goes. Yeah, she's in that. Okay. And Lily Taylor. Lily Taylor. Do you know who that is? Uh, Lily Taylor was in... Um, she was in Say Anything. Is that the right one? Uh, Mystic Pizza, Say yeah, Anything. Yeah. 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 She's the mom. Oh, okay. Got it. All right. Here is your first scary slash comedy clip. No, no. What happened? He hates bright lights. You know, there's some things I forgot to tell you guys, and they're really important. Number one, he hates bright lights. We know that. But you got to keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. And whatever you do, don't give him a bath. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. Is that Gremlins? That is Gremlins. Isn't that kind of a Christmas movie? Well, it is a Christmas movie, but it's also... I mean, it's it's technically a comedy, but it's yeah, uh, it's a creepy. I watched that when I was a kid when it came out. Yeah, and I loved it. Sure, and I didn't watch it again until I was an adult, and I'm like, oh, I should rewatch that, and I hated it. <laughs> I thought it was awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's worth. Well, first of all, some of the stuff is pretty f- funny. Yeah. My favorite funny part is the Phoebe Cates monologue about how her dad died in the chimney coming down the 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 as Santa Claus, and she d- delivers this supposedly dramatic monologue about how this is a terrible time of the year because her dad died coming down the chimney, and it's hilarious. I don't remember that. Uh, uh, I think I didn't even watch the whole thing when I tried to rewatch it. Yeah. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> All right. But I guess it's probably better than the second one where they're in that skyscraper. <laughs> the second one is, I think, pretty funny, but that's, that's <laughs> just me. Okay. Number two. All right. Right. All I know is sometimes but there's too many white people, I get nervous, you know. something that's not my experience not at all the armitages are so good to us they treat us like family well that's that's from get out yes oh fantastic that is that movie is so scary yeah uh 
I, I am so looking forward to whatever Jordan Peele does next because that's just so it was so brilliant. Oh, I man. loved that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to catch up to that one. I didn't see it in the theaters and was waiting for it to come out. And then it was kind of put it off and put it off. And it's like, oh, I'll see it. I heard it's so really good. And everybody was raving about it. And then finally I was like, okay, I got to break down and see it. And now it's like, I should have done it a long time ago because it is so, <laughs> so good. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. And like I had heard like it was... Like, kind of a horror movie, but, like, a comedy. Mm -hmm. And I came out of there, and I was like, that movie was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's funny elements. I mean, most horror movies have funny elements to break break some tension in. Yeah. But that one's just high tension all the way through. Yeah. Wow. Good, Good choice. Good choice. All right. Here is your second clip. How many damn planes do we need right now? Answer, all of them. <laughs> well, I'll play this while the plane's going over because okay. I cut out this stuff anyway. When the virus struck, for obvious reasons, the first ones to go were the fatties. <laughs> Poor fat bastard. But as the infection spread and the chaos grew, it wasn't enough to just be fast on your feet. You had to get a gun and learn how to use it. Which leads me to my second rule, the double tap. In those moments when you're not sure the undead are really dead dead, don't get all stingy with your bullets. I mean, one more clean shot to the head. And this lady could have avoided becoming a human Happy Meal. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Is that called Zombieland? It is called oh, Zombieland. Well done. Yeah, I saw that once. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've only seen the clips of, of Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Playing Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. That part of the movie was actually just like, it was weird. Like the whole movie's supposed to be funny and everything, but that just felt like they stuck it in there because Bill Murray said he would do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess if you're if you're a film director or producer and Bill Murray says, "Hey, I'll I'll do a thing where I'm a zombie. I'm I'm me pretending to be a zombie," and you're just like, "Great, you come in and do it. You're Bill Murray. Whatever you want." I mean, this movie's about the Holocaust, but yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Schindler's List starring Bill Murray. Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, next one. Hi, Georgie. What a nice pony. Do you want it back? Um, yes, please. You look like a nice boy. I bet you have a lot of friends. Three, but my brother's my best ass. Where is he? In bed, sick. I bet I could cheer him up. I'll give him a balloon. Do you want a balloon too, Georgie? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. Oh, well, I'm Pennywise the dancing clown. Pennywise? Yes, me, Georgie. Georgie? Meet Pennywise. <laughs> now we aren't strangers, are we? 
Well, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Ah, uh, I haven't seen that. It's good. Is it? Yeah. I don't know if the second one has come out yet or not. No, it has not. It hasn't. No. Oh, okay. No, that's probably in, uh, probably still a year away. I would uh, assume that they're going to release that around this time of year. For Although, some reason, I thought it had come out. Although, I don't know. Maybe that would be blockbuster season because it was such a huge hit that I can imagine that they would put that out like sometime in the summertime next year. But yeah, no, it has, has, not, uh, has not come out yet. So I'll catch up to that one eventually. I liked it. Yeah. It was definitely better than the made-for-TV miniseries. <laughs> yeah. Although that one wasn't that bad. Yeah. Now, who plays the who plays Pennywise in this uh, in this version? Um, Bill Skarsgård. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Did, He's did, really good. Did you have conflicting feelings about being attracted to Pennywise the clown? Well, it's not Alexander. Oh, that's it's the brother. That's your that's your Skarsgård. Alexander, no. Who's he... your Who's your Skarsgård? <laughs> Alexander's my Skarsgård. <laughs> Everybody's got to have a Skarsgård. Skarsgård. A Skarsgård. Everybody's got to have a Skarsgård. <laughs> All right, here's your next one. Now go on, get over there. What, what's the worst that can happen? You know something? You're right, Tuck. I'm gonna do it. All right. I'm gonna do it right now. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, no. Whatever you say, just smile and laugh. That shows confidence. Smile and laugh. Okay. Do it. All right. You guys, uh, going camping? <laughs> hey. hey, now look, we don't want any trouble, all right? So just okay. back oh, okay. Oh, oh. okay, 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 I'm sorry. Okay, I, I don't want to get the names wrong. Yeah. Is it Dale and Tucker versus Evil? I'm going to give you the uh, the dyslexic uh, ghost point there. It's Tucker and Dale versus oh. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're you're you 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 know what it is. Have you seen that? Yes, love that I movie. Loved it. That's one of my favorite ones. I really liked it because I went in not knowing anything about it. Yeah, and I thought the idea of them being these normal guys and then seeming like the creepy creeps yeah yeah like you can see it from their point of view <laughs> yeah. that scene where he's just trying to talk to the pretty girls and it's like yeah. just smile and laugh it's like <laughs> y'all going camping <laughs> and it's like if you're if you're in the in the in the horror movie if you're the kids you're just like holy shit this guy's gonna kill us yeah with his scythe and, and then just- he does he comes back later well, in the horror movie, right. he comes back and he kills you. Yeah. But in this movie... He's he, just trying to save just, his kids. Yeah. And they keep killing themselves. Yeah. Oh. If you haven't seen that out there, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, it's it's worth it. If you like a good, scary comedy comedy horror sort of thing. It is still kind of scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still, it's still crazy. All right. Next one. 
I got a better one. Mm. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? What kind of tape? A tape. A regular tape. People run it. I don't know. You start to play it, and it's like somebody's nightmare. Then suddenly, this woman comes on, smiling at you, right? Seeing you through the screen. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. Someone knows you've watched it. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. And exactly seven days later. Who told you that? Somebody from Rivera. Who told you? What's your problem? I've watched it. That's, um, that's the ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, so I've never seen the movie. So am I, is the ring a reference to the phone ringing? Once you get the ring? You have to watch the movie to find okay. out. Okay. But, fun fact, filmed in Seattle. Oh, I did not know that. And if you watch it, you can totally tell. Yeah. They show like the monorail at one point. Yeah. It's constantly raining in the movie. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> and they go on a ferry too. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Oh, that's that's probably one of my favorite scary movies. Yeah. I've seen clips of the girl with the black hair coming out of the TV and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And I can understand why that would be super scary. I worked at a haunted house shortly after that movie came out. And I had really long hair. <laughs> so I did that. I like, put it in my face. Yeah. And I stood like in this dark hallway. And some people thought I was like a statue or something. And then they would get close to me and I would move. And sometimes I would scare the hell out of them. That's brilliant. And sometimes they would not be afraid of me at all. (laughs) Have you ever been uh, on the, the Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland? I think I was as a kid, but I don't remember it very well. I remember one of the things on being on that ride is that, you know, it's ghosts and it's like all that sort of stuff. And sometimes there's a ghost sitting next to you and there's all this sort of stuff. And it's, uh, but it's all special effects and you kind of just kind of breeze through it. But at the end of it, there's always like you're going towards the entrance and there's somebody dressed up as a knight or you see like a knight statue. Mm-hmm. And that, whoever's in that, like will jump out and like, just move a little bit. Oh, dang. It's the scariest part of the ride. Because <laughs> you're just like, oh, ghosts and ghosts, and now there's something real like jumping out <laughs> oh, at you. God. Yeah. As much as I love scary movies, I hate like haunted houses and oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. I hate those things. Yeah, because you're just like on edge for 20 minutes. Oh, and there's always somebody with a chainsaw mm-hmm. that chases you. Yeah. I went to one. It was like a haunted... Uh, trail or something. Yeah. I was pretty little and I was holding my mom's hand. Mm-hmm. And when the chainsaw noise happened, I just started running. And then I grabbed my mom's hand again and I realized that it wasn't my mom. It was the like person who was leading us through the trail. <laughs> <laughs> My mom comes up like, where did you go? And I'm like, oh. (laughs) I love that. It's like, I'm going to save somebody. It might be my mom, but it might be some stranger, but I'm grabbing somebody's hand and we're out of here. (laughs) 
is it my turn? Yeah. All right, here's yours. Your next one. You missed. Bite down. Don't cut me, man! You scream like a girl. What are you doing? I gotta stop the blood flow. Don't you ever watch ER? Look at that nasty thing. That's gonna be infected for sure. You got any antiseptic, Anton? Oh no. Well, Penup's got some in a first aid kit in his house. Ooh, and burritos. You'll be okay, buddy. We'll be back in a sec to fix you up, Anton. I'm gonna guess scary movie. It's not scary movie. Um, it is a movie called Idle Hands. Oh yeah. Where the guy gets like a evil hand mm-hmm. and that's the scene where he decides he needs to chop it off. Okay. Seth Green for some reason is has a bottle in his head and he has the friend who's also like headless and they park mm-hmm. his head on a table every once in a while and yeah. Yeah, they're like zombie ghosts because yeah. he killed them with his evil hand. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and they've come back to, to I totally help forgot him. about that movie. Yeah. That was out when I was in high school. Yeah, that was like in the mid '90s. Mm-hmm. That's like Seth Green at the height of being his Seth Greeniest mm-hmm. is in that. I can't remember the other guys' names were, but uh, yeah, I can see them. Yeah, you you can see them. <laughs> <laughs> They're right behind you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, are you ready for the last one? I am. God damn, that was close. Yeah, photo fucking finish. Ooh. I don't understand. You're celebrating? They're celebrating. I'm drinking. But she's still alive. How can the ritual be complete? The virgin's death is optional as long as it's last. Main thing is that she, you know, suffers. That she did. It's so strange. I'm I'm actually rooting for this girl. She's got so much heart. You think of all the pain and the... Tequila is my lady! My lady! Come on in, guys. Come on in, come on in. You're welcome. Tequila from darkness. There is light. Oh, boy. Is that... Cabin in the Woods. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I almost used that one. I thought about that when right, you told me about the it's funny It's right ones. in that. Yeah. In that. I love that movie. Mm-hmm, it's good. That is so good. Uh, all the scientific like scenes with the guys controlling everything. <laughs> yeah. Are hilarious. Yeah. So funny. Really funny. Yeah. I, that's that's a great one. If you uh, people out there, if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, it's a great send up of not even a send up. It's just like it explains horror movies in a completely new way, mm-hmm. and it's great. 
That's uh, Joss Whedon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he wrote it, and I think somebody else ended up directing it because he was busy with Avengers stuff. But uh, it's still, yeah, it has the dialogue is pure Joss Whedon snarkiness. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just about used that one. That was that's good. So we didn't have any uh, overlap. So here is your last one. Smoke a joint. Yeah. Mm. Curious aroma. Interesting blend. Interesting bullshit. That's the bomb right there. The bomb? Ah, the bomb. Hmm. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. But a friend with gold is the best I'm told. Oh. Is that one of the Leprechaun movies? Yeah. It's not the first one, is it? Oh, no. It's not the first one. Is it one. Leprechaun in the Hood? It's Leprechaun in the yes! Hood. Yes. <laughs> oh, that made me very happy. That made me so happy. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a that's a Leprechaun, Warwick Davis, and Ice T smoking a joint in the bathroom. Do you know who was in the very first movie? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah. I have a round that I'm working on for one of the nights this week. It is called Scary Starts, which is uh, actors who first appeared before doing anything else important first appeared in horror movies. And there's Mm. a bunch of them. So, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. I um, I don't know if it was his first movie. But Timothy Oliphant was in Scream. Oh, he was in Scream, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Yeah. Or one of the Scream. Oh, no. Was it Scream or was it that other one? Well, I know what you did last summer. Maybe it was that one. Skeet Ulrich, who was in Scream that year. He that... wasn't in Scream. He was in I Know I know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. That's what it was. Skeet Ulrich, who was in, who was in Scream, was also in... The Craft, and it was the same year. Those were his first two movies. Who was he in The Craft? He was uh asshole. Oh, what he always yeah, plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. What what he played That's a lot in right. movies was asshole boyfriend. I loved The Craft. Yeah. As an angsty eighth grader oh, who was yeah. into goth stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like my Bible. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's like I want to be able to put a magic spell and change my hair like <laughs> yeah. in one swoop. Yeah. Yeah. And all my friends are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, how did we do? You got four. Yeah. And if you count my dyslexia, I got four. I'll count your dyslexia. Okay. It's it's Halloween. It's the time for giving. <laughs> That's your treat. Thanks. <laughs> then you get no tricks. No tricks. Uh, all right. Well, before we move along to other things this evening, uh, Monica, let's tell everybody where we're hosting this week. Tuesday at Fitzgerald's and Ballard. 
Wednesday, we're together. Yeah, Wednesday at the Berliner. That's the big one, the Halloween spectacular. I've never been there either, so oh, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, so come down and cheer I'm Monica on. I'm definitely going to get one of those pretzels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those big Bavarian pretzels are damn mm-hmm. fine. Uh, and there's also a quiz on Monday at the Skylark in West Seattle, on Tuesday at the Crown in Tacoma, on Thursday at the local 907 in Renton. Also on Tuesday, you can go to Burien and play with Cat uh, at Bison Creek Pizza. And Wallingford's Murphy's is Tuesday and Thursday with Mookie and Jeff. They're all free to play, including Halloween. Cost you nothing to get in and fabulous prizes and all that sort of stuff. So definitely on Wednesday, if you got a costume, wear a costume. Because there will be some extra prizes for costumes. Uh, and we'll be recording the podcast there, so get ready to to say hello to people all across the world who listen <laughs> to this. Um, we called last week for submissions uh, for quiz and trivia triumphant stories. If you have stories of your pub quiz triumphs and victories, or it's something something strange or wonderful that happened at a pub quiz, we would love to hear from you. You all heard. Uh, 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 you all heard the story about the Billy Holiday answer that Monica gave at our last quiz that we went to. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Stuff where you pulled a question out of thin air and got it right and felt good about it. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Quizfix at gmail.com. We'll share some of those stories when we've gathered enough of them to share. And as always, a good way to contact us, quizfix at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at quizfix, all one word. And I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah. So everybody, get your costumes ready. Have a good Halloween week. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into.